Hey friends, it's your buddy Harmon here. How's your summer going? Scott Kalanico and I, we're on vacation for the next two weeks. Actually, I'm at the Edinburgh Festival performing every night at 8.40 at the Banshee Labyrinth, my new show, Harmon Leon's American Horror Story. But in the meantime, we're going to bring back one of the archive comedy history 101 classics, a two-parter on the history of Louis Theroux, one of our favorite documentary filmmakers. So, enjoy! Good thing about doing comedy in Russia, you have captured the audience. Comedy History 101. Alright, got my list of Louis episodes. And there. Okay, are we good? Yep, are we we're in? Good. Yep, we're in, dude. Alright, hey! Hey everyone, welcome to Comedy History 101. I'm Harmon Leon, and with me is... I'm Scott. Uh, see what you're doing there. You, you're underselling. Whoa, that was, where did you learn that from? Uh, that was my comedy robot voice. Oh, oh yeah. comedy robot. Yeah. I thought comedy robot, it's the underselling comedy robot. Yeah, yeah that's what he does. Like he speaks in a, I, I undersell everything. I do not know I am a robot. Happy New Year to you. <laughs> Hello. I lack emotions. How are you? Because I am a robot. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Yeah, so uh, Comedy History 101 is uh, essentially what the title says. It's a history of uh, things. I guess there's how I preface it, you know. Maybe this should be our iTunes description. It's things mainly we like in comedy. Comedy has been very influential to us uh, and largely until we run out of ideas. Uh, these are, for the most part, well, in the early episodes, things we really love. And comedy that have influenced us. And jumping right into that, uh, Scott, when, when I when I say the name Louis Theroux, what comes to mind? Mosquito Coast. That's Paul Theroux. Oh, okay. Father. Oh, that's that was his dad. <laughs> that's that's the whole. He comes from a famous family. He does come around face yeah. right now. So what 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 initially comes to mind? Oh well, when, doc, when doc, documentaries, of course. I remember seeing him on uh, TV Nation back when that started. Ah yes yes indeed. Yeah. So Louis Theroux, uh, if you don't have access to say the internet or <laughs> Wikipedia, uh, he is a British documentary filmmaker, uh, largely known for his documentaries on the BBC. Um, his Father is Paul Theroux, and you pronounce it Theroux, like true. Yeah, he not like, Theroux. Right, yeah, no, not the French one. And also, but I know, here's something funny. All right, good. Go ahead, dude. I'm uh, not gonna step over you. Okay, go no, ahead. I was just saying you call him a British filmmaker. Technically, he's British American. Yeah, he's half American, but yeah. if you go to the point where, well, he grew up in London, right? But would spend his summers in uh, Cape Cod. Yeah. So not too bad. Yeah, but uh, okay. So uh, if you go for where he went to school, which is he went to uh, uh, public school, and and we say that we mean private school, Westminster, right. uh, very famous school for uh, kids of media. That's mm. what he said. I, yeah. uh, 
I heard a recent interview. And then he went to Oxford. So right. uh, I guess if you want to say where he went to school and where does his accent come from, I would say very British. Right. But his dad's American. But, uh, yeah, his dad's American. Right. Sure, sure. Right. And he also has a cousin, uh, uh, Justin, and, and it's weird. His cousin pronounces his name Thoreau. Okay, yeah. And his, and his cousin is Justin Thoreau, who uh, you might remember from uh, Mulholland Drive. Yeah, and I thought his... The David I, Lynch movie. Yeah, I thought they were brothers, but they're not. They're cousins. I thought I thought they were actually half-brothers like uh-huh. a while ago. Right. And then um, I heard him interviewed on uh, WTF, and he said that's his cousin. And his uncle pronounces their name uh, Thoreau. Yeah. Interesting. And I think, isn't he, um, if we get to go, because if we're going for the ratings, you know, we got to do a little bit of celebrity gossip. Mm-hmm. And I think his cousin yeah. is kind of married to someone famous. Is that not true? Was it, wasn't it, it? Um, uh, uh, what's your name, Anderson? Yeah, with, Anderson? with the hair, yeah. I think, that, I think that's who he's married to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, Louis Theroux's, uh his style is like, uh, he's been a, a big influence on my comedy. Uh, mostly for like my uh, 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 like journalism sure. stuff because he, he's an immersion participatory uh, journalist. He gets right into the heart of the action and you know he participates within the story. So he's as much part of the story as the characters, and he's in search of like weird and strange subcultures. I mean, initially like Louis Thoreau's Weekend, but later, right. uh, which I consider his older, funnier stuff. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, like and lately, uh, almost like us, like the videos we make, um, uh, his later stuff is like more serious. Some of them are just really just grim mm-hmm. and depressing. Like, did you see the one drinking to oblivion? Um, I saw bits of that. The one I, I watched uh, with the one of this oeuvre that I watched all the way through was the one about yeah. the, the meth. Uh, city and city of oh meth. city and it's yeah. addictive meth yeah, yeah those are pretty good the drink the city of meth is more like well yeah, yeah. The drinking to oblivion was just like it, it was like this guy I don't know he's like an accountant or something and he would just seem normal and then just would be couldn't stop like drinking yeah it, takes, uh, it was just so grim. Yeah, spent well, a, lot, a lot of time in hospitals and things like that. Yeah, like over here is where you can get those um, you get those two liter bottles of cider for like a pound yeah. or something yeah and that's like and that cider is what, like, what is it called like scrumpy jack yeah there's scrumpy the scrumpy jack's actually kind of one of the more um uh hoity-toity ones. upscale <laughs> upscale really? yeah i mean not it's not super upscale i'm just like on like the ones i'm thinking about it's like it's this one <laughs> there's one called white lightning oh god yeah. so like when i was in uh i did a university exchange program where i got a work exchange so i worked at harrod's department store and then for a few days i worked at a liquor store i think by victoria station and and just the 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 the, the homeless guys would always get the cans of scrumpy jack yeah, man, paid for jack. like in really dirty coins that you yeah. didn't really want to touch <laughs> the old scrumpy jack <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the best way to describe Louis' style, here is a quote from him. What I'm good at is getting to know people and trying to build a relationship over a few weeks and trying to get to the truth. So what I love about his style is he's just so kind of non-threatening. How you doing? <laughs> BBC, BBC Two, how's it going, BBC. Louis? And it's like, just people really like Louis, mm-hmm. you know? And But he's not, he doesn't steer away from... Uh, you know, asking the tough questions. His, 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 his first series, which lasted like three uh, series they filmed for the BBC and then was shown in the States on Bravo, 
is Louis Theroux's Weird Weekend. And he just travels the United States in search of like weird subcultures. So right. I think in a way, don't you think he's sort of like Barat, kind of like the all-knowing foreign, like they think he's almost like a fool? You film a documentary on wrestling, you have no idea who I am. We've only just started, to be honest. But, I mean, didn't you do a little research before you started this endeavor? No. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's definitely it. You know, I just remember I recently rewatched the Swingers one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that, that was great. No, I was going to say, you're right. Yeah, he like, kind of gets in there and he asks the questions, and it is hard not. That wasn't a gunshot, was it, dude? It's New York, dude. Okay. <laughs> no, New York's like so safe. It's like crazy. I think right. it was like a backfiring of a car. I think it might have been a gunshot. Anyway, yeah, he's just like you said, he's, it's people, people like him. So it's hard not to like answer his questions or at least try to. They call themselves members of the lifestyle, or swingers. My mission, to go to a swing party. Yeah, like, you know, I, I was watching the one on, on uh, he, he goes into, like, pro wrestling. I'm Louie. Louie. How's it going? Welcome. Thank you. Championship Wrestling. Thank you very much. You ready to take a look? Yeah, can we get a look around? <laughs> He's just, like, in the ring, like, wearing, like, a, a cardigan turtleneck. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, yeah. the, the aloof sort of British guy, yeah. but you know, and they just think he's just kind of like, sort of like maybe feel sorry for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We do, um, we're making a documentary for BBC Two in Britain about wrestling. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, bad times. And, and the early ones, what I really like is like, he always looks really slightly uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, no, I think, <laughs> I think in the earlier ones, they're going to be like, they're going to be that thing. Like, it's like Borat kind of on that, to bring that up again, is where nobody really knew who he was, so he could get yeah. away. Yeah. And he, always, and he has this great interview technique that I've used, like, when he wants to ask something like really, like, pressing that might be, uh, you know, a little bit out of character. He'll, like, whisper the question. What happened in there? You, did you just pick her up? No, I asked her to the party. Yeah, she seems you know. like a very nice lady. Yeah. Very attractive, too. Boy. Yeah. Beautiful, yeah. Were you thinking about maybe... <laughs> well... because no, a lot uh, of people would think you were, you were picking her up. No. So uh, it's just, like, it's totally, even, like, before, if it, like, disarms them, but, like, when he whispers it, 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 it like, completely disarms them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, how we got to start, which is kind of interesting, is that he was an intern at the San Jose Metro. Uh, yeah, I think he said he didn't want to be in New York. He right. wanted to find something. Yeah. In San Jose, the joke about San Jose that we used to do in uh, San Francisco is San Jose is a mere one hours and ten years away. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> or ten years behind. Right. The point being that they're backwards. Yeah, there isn't backwards. It's, it's it's Silicon Valley, dude. Yeah, but, but it's you, just like you know, it's like your 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 village voice, right. free yeah, weekly was, paper. Yeah. yeah. So from there, uh, he went on to write for the original Spy magazine, which was kind of an iconic uh, humor magazine, very very set, dated nineties. From from Spy, um, uh, there was a new show. It was launched by. Uh, Michael Moore called TV Nation. Right. Coming up, TV Nation strives to help an endangered species, male Caucasians. And uh, I think Janine Garofalo used to do uh, segments on that as well. So they were looking for, it was, uh, TV Nation was partly funded by the BBC. So uh, they were looking for a British 
correspondent, and that was his first uh, TV role. Do you remember any of his episodes on that? On TV TV Nation. Um, actually, I just kind of watched a couple that were all pretty good. Um, the one mm-hmm. where he's, he's going to the sports, uh, he's going to celebrity-themed rest, you know, like a, you know, like the uh, Fashion Cafe and the... Um, a hard Rock Cop Planet cafe. Hollywood. Yeah, Planet Hollywood, and he's going to those types of places and trying to locate celebrities. Hey, I just got back from visiting some theme restaurants, and I got some really good photos and autographs. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I'm a huge fan of celebrities, and that's why I was a complete sucker for entertainment. <laughs> and, and he can't find any, and the closest he comes is he goes to... Um, he goes to some it was all sports cafe or something, and he goes to this place, and they spot um, Wayne Gretzky's son. Really? Yeah, that was that was the only spot. How, how do they know it was Wayne Gretzky's son? Oh, they told him. They knew it. They like the owner of the restaurant said that. They, oh, well, they, there's Wayne Gretzky's son. Yeah, well, they thought Wayne, they thought Wayne Gretzky was coming in, and he wound up not coming in, but his son was there. Wayne Gretzky's oh. son. I was on my way to meet the great one, Junior. This was called the All Sports Cat or All Star Cafe, something like that. God, that probably just closed like decades ago. Dude, so I just <laughs> while I was doing this, I was like, because like one of the things that one of the places that Louis goes to is the uh, Fashion Cafe. Do you remember the Fashion Cafe? Who needs movie stars when you can hang with sexy supermodels? I think it's like that. Again, I think that's like a, a, a time capsule of like 90s sort of restaurants yeah. where yeah. it was like when Planet Hollywood yeah. came. And there's there's no more Planet Hollywood. I mean, I think the only one left is really Las Vegas where they have the Planet Hollywood Casino or whatever. Yeah. So apparently, maybe it's just a restaurant. I, I don't know. Apparently, the, the fashion cafe closed in 1998 under all these money laundering charges. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's pretty good. So it was a power, apparently it was the two Italian guys. So like so it was Naomi Campbell, Elle McPherson, Claudia Schiffer and Christy Turlington who kind of like were the faces of it and they invested, I guess. But these two these two Italian guys, uh T- Tommaso and Francesco Butti <laughs> from Milan mm-hmm. were the guys who were the real money behind the whole thing and they were basically just like uh siphoning money out of the cafe the whole time. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, and they thus went, it's no more. Yeah, they went. They went to jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well. Too but the one, the one I remember was when um, he 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 interviewed like um, the clan was trying to rebrand themselves. Right. Like mm-hmm. a kinder, gentler uh, clan. So yeah. I, I think that was like probably the the most memorable one of the is TV Nation ones. Do you hate uh, being called a hate group? The white people are my family. Yeah. I love it, but that doesn't mean I hate anyone else. I mean, hating people is, is, is stupid. Right, right. It's just a question of loving some less than others. So TV Nation, he got his awkward style. Like, he said, like, he bought, like, this new suit jacket because he wanted to look like a sharp correspondent, but it just made him look more awkward. <laughs> and just that he just always looked awkward on camera, yeah. which came to play, like, later on. That became, like, his shtick of just <laughs> really looking uncomfortable on camera. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then from there, uh, yeah, he started uh, Louis Theroux's Weird Weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what are some of your favorites from that? Oh, well, yeah, I mentioned before, I enjoyed the Swingers one. That was pretty interesting. Before we go any further, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do, okay? Well, I'm fully clothed. What am I going to do? He digs into it, um, 
And then, you know, he gets to do a follow-up. Like, he meets a woman who is going to sh- help help him get dressed for his swinging, swingers party and then teach him uh-huh. about, about the swinging lifestyle. And then at the end of the episode, she wants to do another interview with him. She comes back to him, and she's like, oh, by the way, I'm lesbian now. So, but so, it was... So you thought... Uh... Uh, she was hitting on him. Well, no, no. It was the beginning. He, she thought she, she was like a, she was like a hostess at a swinger club or something. And but she didn't like indulge. Like she didn't date anybody from there. Yeah, it was kind of weird how it was all set up. And then at the end, so he finished the episode, and then she comes back, and he's like, "Oh, by the way, they do another interview," and she's like, I, "I'm lesbian now." Yeah. Good. So I. Th- I think the one he said that is like his favorite of that is when he does the professional wrestling one, mm-hmm. which I just uh, uh, rewatched part. What, uh, what, what, what were your uh, favorite? What are some highlights from that one? Well, at first he goes to like the big wrestling where he's like interviewing like Goldberg and right. you know all the stars of the day, but uh, then he goes to like the bottom tier wrestling, like in the South, I mm-hmm. think it was, and uh, just. Uh, you know where they where where they're just doing that like in a gym. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, just the characters, like this one guy who would always keep razor blades and cut open his head on purpose, like uh, so he would be spouting blood. Cut off a piece of a razor blade. Yeah. Take, put it in your forehead. Put a little cut. Quite a bit of blood. He's very unique. Yeah. He's a special person. <laughs> the, the, like one whole season of that, um, the wa- weird weekends is where he, he starts meeting like more of the fringe groups, like the UFO people and the. Yeah, yeah, that's you know. in there as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he like he gets in, he's able to to get into these groups and kind of like have them. You know, it doesn't come off like he's mocking them either. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I like, and he is mocking them. <laughs> he's just uh. He's the expert of the slow burn of just letting people uh, sit there with their comments, you right. know, let them hang themselves with uh, what they say. And right. it's always just like he doesn't respond, and it's always just like a, a cut back to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, it's with like a blank staring <laughs> at them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all in the editing, man. All in the editing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's just kind of like uh, excellent at that. But yeah. I think the the highlight of the wrestling one is like he trains to be a wrestler. And they uh-huh. put him through like the workout. And he just ends up like just spewing. Yeah. <laughs> while while they're making him do, go through the motions, and they're just all like screaming at yeah. him. Get up there! It's killing my back. Get, I don't care. Get up! The one I saw, I, another one I, I forgot about was. Did you see the one where he went to? Uh, he did one on uh, New York actors. I I might. I think I, I think I did watch all of these, and then it's just like it enlightened me. Oh, it's just um, just going through the struggling actor circuit mm-hmm. in uh, New York and uh, just how horrible that is. Yeah, yeah. And what are some of the uh, – give me a highlight from there. Um, they just have – oh, and it's crazy. So um, there's a scene where he's taking an acting class, and they're just doing all the dumb acting class right. exercises that you do Bacon. in those acting class. And God, it's like, oh, no, it was like a bragging exercise where you had to brag back and forth. I like, I walk into a room and I light it up. It's like people, you know, they could be thinking about their mother dying. But then there's, there's, there's a cutaway to one of the people in the acting class and it's Eddie Peppertone. Of the, um, enlightened the audience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Eddie Peppertone. Eddie Peppertone's Eddie Peppertone of Eddie Peppertone. And I feel like I'm this brilliant, brilliant comedian. Just this brilliant comedian. One of the best comedians that ever lived. 
Yeah, I mean, in the comedy circuit, everyone knows uh, Eddie Peppertone, but he's just like in it for a second as guy taking acting class. Really? Oh, that's interesting. So <laughs> yeah, wonderful. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just watching that this morning, like uh, just kind of skimming through the weird weekend clips and getting uh, reacquainted with them. Right. And uh, yeah, there's that. And I went, yeah, so I had to Google it. Eddie Peppertone, Louis Theroux episode. It's like, yep, that's wow. Eddie Peppertone. So do you think that it was, was this before he was famous? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before he was famous. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering so, if maybe um, it was a little of a – you think it was a, maybe of a setup where they were, like, looking for comedians? No, I think it's just, like, he was in that acting class because okay. it's right. New York. Right. And it was during the 90s, and, uh, you know, he wasn't known back then. <laughs> and he just I, he just happened to be in that acting class. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll buy it. I'll so buy it. Uh, coincidence. Coincidence. Right. Coincidence. Right. Yeah, so we segue into this, uh, into like some of our favorite stuff. So just to give a like a, a brief rundown of the series. So he had three episodes, A Weird Weekend. And then after that, he had When Louie Met dot, dot, dot. Um, there was three episodes of that. And uh, we'll get into – no, actually, there was uh, two series of that. And then he had a shitload of, of uh, BBC specials. And then there's a new movie out – oh, L.A. Stories – which was the last series he did, which was in 2014. Okay. And then a new movie he has out. But, um, yeah, dude, let's just riff off of, like, our favorite episodes. Okay. Um, you were telling me before about someone who we have once met and caused a little controversy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was on the episode of where I don't think – it was called Meet the Hamiltons, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, okay. when it was during his uh, When Louis Met dot, dot, okay. dot series. Yeah, so he met the Hamiltons, which were an MP couple from down south. They're from Englandshire. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went there, and there's kind of a controversy about their background. Uh, let's just say they might have not been uncomfortable at one of the swinger parties that Louis was uh, covering earlier. Yeah, his, yes. that, and weren't they just playing corrupt? <laughs> yeah, and they were corrupt, too. Yeah, they'd, they'd stolen some money, or there was money-stealing allegations, yeah. And, um, yeah, in this one episode, the um, Mrs. Hamilton gets a little too comfy with Louie. <laughs> Did you see this? You like to flirt, don't you? Of course I like to flirt. What's wrong with that? I've told you once before, if not twice, but I'll tell you again. One of the most wonderful things about being happily married, apart from all the obvious things is that you can flirt outrageously and nobody takes you seriously. The, did you see that little clip? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, saw, I saw that episode like a, a while back, a few years uh-huh. back. And yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I, I watched it like right after, and we'll tell this story later, um, right. when we were in Edinburgh right. that year. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the basically what you're saying is sleazy, corrupt couple – um, I think they had a reality TV show in the UK. Yeah, they were kind of creepy. Like they were creepy even when we just saw them for not that long, and we everybody just sort of like we didn't even we knew nothing about them, and we they just came off as creepy. Yeah, yeah. And how do we meet them? Uh, we met the Hamiltons on uh, on uh, the, wasn't that like uh, End Fringe Live or something? What was that? No, no, no. Oh, I think it was just called Meet the Hamiltons Live. Right, yeah. Just that maybe was the, an evening with the Hamiltons. Yeah, something. something like that, yeah, because they, they had their own show on there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in Edinburgh. They right. had a late-night show, right. and they had guests on. And uh, who were some of the guests? Let's see. Well, you were – you were uh, Joe Kiyoki was a guest, 
and then we I, were the guests. Dude. Yeah, well, yeah, we we were the guests. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we went our our show Jokioki went on the Hamiltons, and uh, let's just say uh, this was during the era when we were at a venue that would give us. As many free drink <laughs> tickets as we wanted. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Which lasted how many days? Two? Because <laughs> you know why? We were, we were poor and struggling at the time. And, and if they were going to give us free drink tickets, um, and now, and now we're, we were, were going to use them. Yeah, now we're not poor <laughs> and struggling anymore, right? It's all... <laughs> Yeah, well, you're all right. You're... Back in our GRV days. That's the G the GRV. <laughs> so that we'll have to have a whole episode in the fringe. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll be back next week with the episode of part two of the history of Louis Theroux. So come back then. Bye bye. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Good thing about doing comedy in Russia is have captured the audience. You're stupid. Comedy History 101.